Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? Yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. When I first started out in business, I would always think to myself, what do I need to do to be successful? And I always wished that there was somebody to show me the way, someone to guide me. I felt like I had all of these unanswered questions and I didn't have anybody to guide me for a long time until much later on in my business and I just had to figure it out myself. And so now I've been in business 10 years. I started out as a party entertainer, went on to build and grow my own theatre school and now own Phonics with Robot Reg along with my sister and we have 60 franchises across the UK. And over the past 10 years I've learned so much about running a business and what you need and, and what is really, really important. And I wanted to share the top three things that I think every entrepreneur needs and are the most important thing. And they're quite simple things really, but I think that we shouldn't overlook them because sometimes it's the simple things that we do overlook. So the first one is consistency. And I think this is key, not just for running a business, but for life. And I sort of wish I knew earlier on in my life how important consistency is because I honestly believe that you can do anything that you put your mind to if you really really want to. You can learn anything, you can achieve anything and my first experience of this was in 2019 when I learned how to run and I am not a sporty person whatsoever. I would be like the last person chosen to be on the netball team and I was well, I enjoyed dancing, but I was not a sporty person the whole of my life. And sometimes I feel like what you are at school then becomes what you are in life. It defines you. And so I'd had quite a few years where my New Year's resolution would be to learn how to run, mainly because I wanted to lose weight and get fit rather than be sporty or anything like that. But um, in 2019, when I set that as my goal, I knew that something was different this year because I'd done so much work on personal development and growing myself and all of those things. And I just went into the year knowing that it was different. And so when I woke up on the 1st of January and I forced myself to run and I literally couldn't run for longer than two minutes, I knew that I wasn't going to give up. And it taught me so much about being an entrepreneur because often I think that we just think, I want to be turning over a million pounds, I want to be turning over 500,000 pounds, whatever, I want to be turning over 10,000 pounds, whatever it is, I want to have 10,000 Instagram followers, I want to have this many TikTok followers, whatever it is, we think about the end result. We don't think about now. 
And actually, if we move forward consistently, we will get to that end result. So it's always worth having that vision, but we've got to work back. And actually, getting up on the 1st of January and running for two minutes was the biggest step in the right direction that I could have taken at that moment. I couldn't imagine running a half marathon or even 10K or 5K, but I could run for two minutes. So I could imagine running for two and a half minutes. And that's what we have to think of with business. If you have 100 Instagram followers now, having 10,000 Instagram followers seems ages away. But if you get 10 new followers every day for the next year, then think about where you will be in a year's time. Consistency is key to growing a business. We are a combination of the things that we do every single day. So sit down and figure out what those things are for your business. What are the three most important things that you should be doing on a daily basis in order to move your business forward? And what are the things that don't matter so much? It's really worth knowing that. Actually, that thing I only need to think about once a month and that thing I only need to think about once every six months and my accounts I only need to do once every year. You know, really figure out what is important and know those three things that are pivotal to your business, that if you do them every single day between now and next year, you'll be in a completely different place. Because if we are consistently showing up in our business, doing the same things, being there time and time again, you will move forward in your business. And sometimes I think that's the hardest thing, to be honest, being that consistent. It gets boring. Some days you wake up and you don't want to show up. You don't feel like it. You feel ill. You feel down in the dumps. But you have to show up even more on those days. You have to show up consistently every day in order to move your business forward. So consistency is absolutely key to building a business and moving your business forward. So number one, consistency. Number two, <laughs> once again, really obvious, but hard work. I feel like there's some people out there who think that there's a shortcut. They think that there's a get rich quick scheme or a way that we can get ahead without doing the groundwork. And I'm here to tell you that there isn't. There are no get rich quick schemes. It's hard work. It's groundwork. It's getting out there and doing the things. It's making a plan. It's sticking to the plan. It is showing up every day, sometimes six days a week. It's getting your name out there time and time again. People need to see things 22 times before they buy these days with the internet and everything being so busy. So that there honestly isn't a shortcut for hard work. And I see a clear correlation between the people who work the hardest and the people who do the best. Now, that isn't to say that we shouldn't be working smart. It's important that we make sure that we're doing the right thing because you can waste a lot of time working and you can't see but I'm doing quotation marks working when you're not actually working you know scrolling through Instagram isn't working if you spend time engaging and finding new uh, people to follow and going into your hashtags and all those things that is part of your work if that's important 
but just scrolling isn't part of your work. And when I became a mum, so I've been an entrepreneur since I was 21 and I became a mum whilst being an entrepreneur and I really, really struggled for the first year to understand how I would do both things, how I could be a mum and how I could be an entrepreneur because the two just didn't seem to meet. And what I realised was being a mum and being an entrepreneur meant that I just had to be a hundred times more productive. So I time block my time, I plan what I'm going to do that day at what time. I get three things done per day, a big thing that seems like a massive achievement, a medium-sized thing, and then a small thing that's actually quite fun. And that way I I stay on task, I stay productive, but also I never feel overwhelmed because every day I manage to get those three things done. On a Sunday, I sit down and I plan my week ahead, I plan my time and I'm really careful with what I spend my time doing. And one thing that I spend my time doing is going onto Instagram and going onto Facebook and things like that. And I set myself little timers and when that half an hour timer is up, I have to put my phone down because we could spend a whole day just on Instagram or just on Facebook. But this is why it's really important that we understand what we need to be doing consistently so we can work hard in those ways. And so that we are working, as well as working hard, we are working smart because we have to get the job done um, the most efficient way we can. Especially if you're like me and you're a mum in business, I only work three days in the office. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm in the office. Of course, I put in evenings. I'm recording this now at eight o'clock. I do occasional work on the weekends. I do what I need to do to get my work done, but it does mean I get to spend two days a week with my three-year-old, which is just absolutely amazing. So it sort of goes hand in hand with consistency, but hardworking, being hardworking is number two. Um, and the third one is, being determined. I think it takes a certain person to be an entrepreneur. I think you have to have it in you that you're so determined that you will not give up. In 2013, I was nominated for my first ever award and someone came to my place of work and they interviewed me. I was up for Young Entrepreneur of the Year and they interviewed me and they said to me, you know, do, do you think that you'll ever give up? Like what's stopping you from giving up? And I actually sat there and I was speechless because giving up for me had never been an option. It was never an option. I mean, mainly because I'm so stubborn and I wouldn't want to turn around to people who said, oh, that's never going to work and admit that it hasn't. But also because you need that sheer determination to carry on, to continue. I'll tell you right now that, that it's gonna be hard. It is gonna be so hard. If you're listening to this and you're not yet a business owner, you're thinking about becoming a business owner. If I met someone in the street who was becoming a business owner, this is what I would say to them. It is so hard. You're gonna fail. You are gonna fail. So if you're not okay with failing, then you're gonna find it really, really hard. In fact, my best piece of advice would be get really comfortable with failing because you almost need to strive to fail because then you're trying loads of different things and it makes me think, yeah, she's going to be a great entrepreneur. You take risks. She isn't afraid 
afraid to give anything a go. Um, but if you're going to get upset by failing, if you're going to get worried or fall at the first hurdle, then you're going to find it really difficult. The best entrepreneurs are the ones who get up quickest when they get knocked down. So being determined is absolutely key. And hey, you know, not everybody is made to be an entrepreneur. If we were all made to be entrepreneurs, then, you know, the world would be a totally different place. We need all people from all different occupations and walks of life. But for me, the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones who are determined. And I think failure comes hand in hand with determination. Now, I said I was going to give you three things in this podcast, but actually I always like to over-deliver, which I think is a good trait of any business owner. Um, So I'm going to give you a fourth one. And that is being you. It's so important that you go into this being you. If you're trying to be somebody else or you're trying to imitate a different company or a different entrepreneur, then you're going to struggle. You might get a certain way, but you will come up against it. You'll run out of ideas of things to do because you're not being true to yourself. I always think when people say to me, oh, someone's setting up a competition. Well, nobody can be in competition to you because you are what makes your business. As a small business owner, it's you that people buy into. You are the energy, the passion, the drive and determination behind your business. So the best piece of advice that I could give you was just to go out there and be you, be unashamedly you, be authentic, do what you want to do. There's so many people out there saying you need to do this and you need to do that and your your Instagram feed needs to look like this and your Facebook group needs to be like this. And I'm going to call bullshit on that because I honestly think you need to decide what your Facebook group is. You need to decide what your Instagram grid looks like and what you're going to put out there into the world. You need to be 100% happy with that so that you can run your business in the best way possible and go for that vision that you have. As I was talking about earlier, in 2018, in the months running up to 2019, I started my personal development journey and I started meditating and having a gratitude journal and doing all of these things that I hadn't done before, but I had gotten into reading books and I noticed that there was a a real correlation between the most successful people and the habits that they had. So I decided to try them out. And through doing this, feeling gratitude, um, meditating, taking time for myself, exercising, reaching my goals, setting my goals, all of those things, I have realised that how important being happy is. And I don't think that you can truly be yourself unless you are really happy. Because if you're not happy with yourself, then that's not going to be the person who you want to put out there. Often people say to me that they don't like going live or they don't like listening to the sound of their voice or they don't like looking at themselves in photos. And it upsets me so much because I meet these amazing business owners who are female business owners, most of them are mums, really passionate, really great businesses. And I would hate for anybody to 
not show up because they're concerned about how they look or how they sound or or any of those things. And I think all of the things that I'm talking about, all of those things that I have added into my life have made a huge difference for me in showing up as myself, in being you know, this is me. Not everybody will like me. Not everybody will be want to be part of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club. And that is absolutely fine. Everybody's got their own opinion. You resonate with some people better than you resonate with other people. You find your tribe. You want to mix in certain circles. And that is absolutely fine. So whoever you are and whatever your values and beliefs are, you will find your own tribe and your own people. And you will find them because you're an entrepreneur and other entrepreneurs will be the same as you. So that's my last piece of advice for you. If I could wave my magic wand over anybody who is listening to this, I would just say, don't care what anybody else thinks. Go out there, be you, follow your dreams, follow your passion. And honestly, anything is possible if you want to do it. If you put your mind to it, you can do anything. And this is something that I'm trying to instill in my little boy as well. I wish I knew from day one that you literally can do anything. The world is your oyster. So dare to dream big and go for it. I would love to know what your dreams are. If you're listening to this, please send me a message. Find me on Instagram um, at the Entrepreneurs Growth Club or send me an email, charlie at charliedaysales.co.uk and tell me your goals. Tell me your big aspirations and desires because I would absolutely love to know them. If you're not a part of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club over on Facebook, then please come and join. It's the most amazing community of women. And I'm always sharing hints and tips on how to create more sales in your business. I go live every week on Sunday at 8 p.m. And I'd love to see you in the group. But for now, I will say goodbye and I'll see you all next week.
yeah, I, I think then you don't even need to wrap it. Like that present, I didn't even wrap. I just handed it. I was like, this is the easiest present situation ever. Um, again, that was, my, that was my lack of, not confidence as such, but that was my thing of going, oh, will somebody pay an extra 4 95 for a box or £5.50 for a box? Um, and it turns out they will because it makes their life easier. Yeah, exactly. And if you think about like gift wrap and sellotape and the ribbon and your time, if you weigh that all up, then 4 95 seems like quite a good option, depending on who you are, obviously. If yeah. you've got all that to hand and you're very creative, which is not me, then... <laughs> you know <laughs> you'll be fine but I'm exactly the same as you and and on my social media feed and and in everything I do I want to see positivity I want to be lifted up by the people that I follow I want to feel good about myself and what I do so I'm exactly the same as you but how do you how do you manage that because I do find that there is a lot of negativity out there um, and I'm trying to not focus on that how do you um how do you stay positive I've had to. I think that is the, the long and short of it. You know, it's 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 very easy to be negative is what I've discovered. Um, and the last couple of years, I've very much decided that that is how I'm going to be. I am going to be positive Polly. And um, that's the one way I get through life. You know, the I think you you get a cancer diagnosis and there's nothing else actually that really matters. You know, at the end of the day, um, I'm very much into mindset. And I think I survive all of this because it's regular six monthly checkups. I had one the other day. Um, and you know what? I disappear, actually. If I'm not feeling positive, I call it hibernating, but I hibernate. And it can take a day, it can take a week, but there's no pressure. I will still get my job done. The parcels will still go out. But if I'm not in that positive mindset, and people know when I'm hibernating, they've kind of got to know me over the last five years. And, you know, I'm not doing it as often now, but. Um, they would just let me have that time and um, yeah I think I have to be positive there's no there's no other choice in my life um, you look back at it there's been an awful lot of stuff that's gone wrong but actually I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in now if those things hadn't happened so I very much look at things everything happens for a reason I truly truly believe that even the awful stuff happens for a reason I absolutely love that you're such an amazing person. I've, I've like got goosebumps when you're telling oh. your story. It's absolutely amazing. Um, as you know, Cheryl, I ask three questions at the end of every podcast that I do. So this is no exception. So I want to know who inspires you? Um, so obviously, personally, my daughter, uh, everything I do is for her. But from a business point of view, and because I started business, this particular business, three, four weeks before lockdown, I think I'm going to say Holly Tucker um, because she's she's saved small businesses, I think, through this. You know, her Instagram was incredible. Her podcast was brilliant. Um, she, for those that don't know, she set up Not on the High Street um, and she was a big part. I was listening to a podcast that she did with Fern Cotton um, yeah. when it yeah. came out and um, she was talking about how this day and age, most of us are going to end up with more than one revenue stream so more than one way of making money and up until that point I'd been there focusing on the gift PA like this is what my business is going to be because that's what school teaches you you know and that's what she said at 14 we're asking our kids to choose their subjects that are going to map out their whole career and 
that's not how the world works anymore, is it? You know, there, there isn't necessarily the job opportunities, even if you go to university. Um, and that was when I decided to start building a couple of side hustles. So I started selling some fragrances, which I'm loving, um, and just looking at different ways to bring in money because I always want to work for myself. Like I, I'm loving this. And I always joke and say, well, if this doesn't work, I'll get a proper job. But then you have to remind yourself that this is a proper job. It's just, I'm loving what I'm doing. So it doesn't feel like work, um, but definitely Holly Tucker for sure. Um, what about books? Are you a big reader? Have you read a book that changed your life? I'm not a reader. Um, however, I love an audiobook. Um, I'm one of these people that cannot, and actually it turns out it's actually a real thing, but I cannot learn or take anything in from reading. I have to physically have it talk to me, either audio, visual, you know, videos, whatever. But one of the books, I do have the book, um, but I listened to it, was Mary Portas, um, Work Like a Woman. Oh, I haven't read that. So Mary Portas is, do you remember the redhead lady um, that's really full on for the high street? Yeah. Um, she's, I've always really liked her. And then this book came out and she's got an awesome podcast that goes along with it. But it's all about how she had a huge career, Harvey Nichols, you know, really, but was always put on that like alpha male kind of, I have to go in there with all guns blazing and I have to leave my kids at home with the nanny and I have to do this and I have to do that. And a few years ago, she decided to change her whole working, how she works, and that was to work like a woman. And so she basically decided that for a year at her agency, she wasn't worried about making profits, but she wanted to work like a woman and change the way the business worked. And um, I'm going to read what it is because it's, it's really inspiring. So it says, it's all of working like a woman is about changing the work culture, working with kindness at the core of the business. It's about finding your tribe and how to kill alpha culture. Um, and for me, we then went and saw her in conversation, actually, which there was about 200 of us in, in a little theatre in Salisbury. And I came out of that. And you have to listen to it. There's a TED talk on YouTube that explains it all fully. It's, it's so worth listening to. But I came out of that and thought, I don't have to change who I am at all to succeed. I'm a kind person. You know, I like to believe I'm a kind person. I'm not a shouty boss. You know, even when I was managing people, you know, it was always something that I couldn't shout and scream. I always felt very awkward after. So I came away from that and I thought, right, there was two things. I can absolutely work like that. And I do every year a big fundraising event called the Diamond and Ice Party. And for the two years prior to that, it had been a sit down meal at a, another hotel that I knew. Um, and it had been amazing and we'd raised lots of money and everyone had had a great time. But on the drive home, my sister said to me, well, what's, what are you thinking? And I said, I'm going to cancel the sit down meal this year and I'm going to make a party that's all about me. And she's like, you got all of that from listening to Mary Portas. I was like, yes. Um, so the last year, um, so I do that event with a friend of mine. I'm very lucky to have an incredible friend who um, is a pop star. So um, a guy called Gareth Gates is um, somebody that I do this event with. And I spoke to him and he was like, yes, babe, do it. This sounds awesome. So I had a street food market. So we had an ice cream van, a hog roast, a burger van, fish and chips. Um, everyone dresses like it's a proper black tie, big, like the sparklier the better. He rocked out. He's he's very, very rock, soft rock kind of music. So he's got his live band and I had a whiskey bar and a casino. And it was basically me in a party, which was rock up, get your glam squad in, put a dress on, get on the dance floor, drink some champagne and have a really good time. And it worked. 
So I now have this amazing party that I, is going to be annual. Can't do it this year, sadly, but we, we do it every year. As, and that's what funds my charity side. Um, because again, I don't want to leech lots of money. But yeah, Mary Portas made me realise that I don't have to change. Yeah, you don't have to be someone else, you can be you. And that's what I always tell people when it comes to selling. People say to me like, I'm not like you, Charlie, I, I can't sell. And I'm here to dispel that myth. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, an introvert. It doesn't matter if you've never asked for a sale in your life, you can still do it. You can definitely run a business. Absolutely, and I, and I suffer from imposter syndrome hugely. Like I'm the, I, I genuinely wake up each morning and think, why am I, why are people buying this? Why, you know, and nobody wants to listen to me rabbit on on an Instagram story, but I have to change that mindset. Like that's got to change in order for me to be successful in business and it will change and it is changing. Absolutely. And what would you say if there was somebody listening to this podcast who's thinking about setting up a business, who's wondering if they should do it or not, or maybe they've already started, but they just need a bit of advice. What would your one piece of advice be? Don't take the one negative out of a hundred positives because that's what I would do. Um, luckily, I'm very, very lucky in the fact that I get very few. Um, in fact, I think I've had one or two in the whole time that I've done, but I will sit there and I will overanalyze that one negative thing. Um, and you just can't, and you just have to love what you do. Absolutely. Cheryl, thank you so much. You have been so amazing. And I know that people are going to love listening to this story. So tell people, where can they find you to A, buy one of your absolutely amazing boxes and B, follow your story and your journey? So you can follow me business-wise at The Gift PA on Instagram and The Gift PA UK on Facebook. And my personal Instagram is Cheryl J Davis with an E. Um, and that's where I do a lot of my um, thyroid cancer kind of stuff and my day-to-day -day journey. Oh, thank you so much. I'm going to pop those links into the um, podcast show notes so that everybody can find you and they can ask you any questions or order from you. I highly recommend it. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you. It's been brilliant. Thank you. Have enjoyed this episode then please come to my facebook group the entrepreneurs growth club and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you enjoyed this podcast i'll see you all next time